Hi, my name is Benjamin Donato Woodger, and I'm MPP Suze Morrison's constituency assistant, as well as the person who edits these episodes. We normally won't release episodes this often, but with the eviction ban being lifted across Ontario, we wanted to push out resources to tenants to help answer some of the most common questions we're hearing right now. I will share a list of some of the best resources that my colleague Emma Beattie and I refer tenants to every day in the show notes. Enjoy the next few episodes. Hi, my name is Suze Morrison, and I'm the member of Provincial Parliament for Toronto Centre. We're here today to talk about tenant rights in Ontario and how your rights have changed after the passing of Bill 184, uh, Ford's eviction law, uh, and what you can do as a tenant to help protect your rights. I'm joined today with Karen Andrews, who's from ACTO, the Advocacy Centre for Tenants Ontario. Welcome, Karen. Thank you very much. Okay, so we're going to run through a few questions today. Right. So we're going to start. How has Bill 184 changed the eviction process for tenants? Well, I'm a legally trained person and it's kind of confusing. And the answer is I'm not really sure. But it looks like um, they're trying to encourage uh, uh, parties to come uh, to agreements around what they anticipate are big arrears over the COVID situation. And I think Bill 184 wants to, well now law, wants to enable people to encourage uh, these deals but they become enforceable. The board wants to force uh, mediation or agreements on people and the board wants to hear uh, that you have tried to mediate uh, with a, a landlord about this. And I don't really know what that means. But the, the fact is, uh, enforceable agreements uh, uh, or agreements that you come to can now be enforced without notice to you. And that's a, that's a big problem. And what might happen is if you default or you come close to the agreement, you miss it by a few dollars, uh, you might find uh, yourself with an eviction order in the mail. Okay. What should tenants do if a landlord is threatening to evict them, but they haven't received an eviction notice? It's always important to understand the eviction process. And tenants need to understand it, and landlords need to understand it, and far too many landlords do not follow that process. Um, and in my experience, the big landlords are much better than the mum and pops. So your landlord is threatening eviction. This is extremely upsetting to people. Uh, because they need the housing and they might think they're not doing anything wrong. They might not understand what the landlord is asserting. They're going to worry about the landlord's power and the landlord's going to lock them out. So really they have to make sure that the landlord is following the process. And I always encourage uh, tenants to crack open the Residential Tenancies Act. The um, Landlord and Tenant Board has a good website. Um, the landlord's threatening eviction. Has the landlord given you any notices? Maybe not. Well, what, what are they talking about? Has the landlord filed an application at the landlord and tenant board? Maybe not. What are they talking about? And I always encourage people to deal with their landlords in writing. Email makes this easier. You write to your landlord and say, I have received no notices. I don't know what you're claiming. Uh, there are procedures in the Residential Tenancies Act. Thank you for following them. And then we'll have something to talk about. Okay. And so what should a tenant do when they do get an eviction notice? What are the next steps in an eviction process? What does that look like for them? 
Well, let's talk about COVID and let's talk about, you know, some, a lot of people who might have fallen down or there might be arrears. Um, uh, the, the process is that you first get a notice of non-payment. And it's, it's a confusing notice because it says basically, you know, you have to move out. But that's not really what the notice means. Get the notice, read the notice, and see if the notice of arrears is accurate. And if it is accurate, and if you are uh, a bit late with your rent or short with your rent, uh, you have a certain amount of days to pay that up and then the notice goes away. If you don't uh, clean up the notice that you believe is accurate, I would contact the landlord right away and start talking about how to settle this. Because if the landlord brings an application, uh, it's gonna cost a lot of money those costs are probably gonna to flow to you. This might be the time to come to an agreement, but it has to be an agreement that you can live with, that you can pay, that you can honor, because this agreement outside of the, um, the, the because of the changes of 184, the consequences are gonna be more severe. Um, 184 also wants you to entertain dealing with the landlord. But if the landlord is unreasonable, or presenting you with something that you cannot pay, uh, the best thing to do is wait for the hearing and ask the landlord to properly serve you, get the application, get the hearing notice. Unfortunately, these days it might be a telephone hearing or it might be a video hearing, but you have a right to go to the landlord and tenant board and, and ask for a repayment plan. Explain why eviction would be very deleterious to you. Um, ask the landlord to be reasonable and give you some a repayment plan. You know, in my view, uh, if your if your salary was interrupted, um, the repayment plan can look like September September onwards. I will pay you the full rent, and please give me a year to sort out the arrears. Please give me eighteen months to sort out the arrears, and then the landlord can argue about why that is pre prejudicial to them. But you have a right to a hearing if your landlord is being unreasonable. Uh, follow the paperwork closely, attend your hearing, and make your case. And if you do get evicted or there's an order to pay the money, it gives you more time to marshal your financial resources to save the tenancy. There is a process. Landlords think the process is too long. Tenants think the process is too short. But there's a process. Follow the process. Be attentive to the process. And what rights do tenants have that they should be aware of in this process? Um, well, accurate information. They have to be served with information. They have to get a hearing notice. Um, all, all The landlord has to cross all their T's and dot all their I's. And you have a right to a hearing. And don't get muscled out of uh, going to the board and, and having a hearing. Uh, because then the right is uh, under relief against forfeiture or you make your arguments why you shouldn't be evicted. That's a very important right. And, you know, you can say I lost my job over COVID, but I have my job back now. And a member should hear that. And, you know, what is the prejudice to the landlord who has 20 other units, you know, if he has to wait a year for my, you know, payback? Um, 
it's a very important right. It, it gives you some time to marshal your financial resources. You can go and explain what your financial resources are. You can go and explain in the midst of a pandemic uh, why eviction would be bad for you and your family. If you'd like to take action to improve tenant rights in Ontario, you can sign a petition on my website to stop COVID evictions. Ford needs to prevent tenants, parents, and families from becoming homeless during a pandemic. It's that simple. You can sign the petition by visiting suesmorrison.ca forward slash COVID hyphen evictions.